Jams, home of the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It's your girl, True Lady. Spilling everyone's tea but my own. On the line, I have 3D Not Tea, all the way from New Orleans. How you doing? Okay, what's good with you? How you doing? Doing good. I see you're staying busy. Yeah, I've been working, man. I've been really trying to put some work in. Just dropped the project. I always wondered, how did you get your name? Well, I'm from New Orleans, so uh, I grew up uptown Delachey Street so a lot of people kind of you know they think 3D or especially people they comment on my Instagram and stuff like ah what is it 3D stand for right. um 3D th- dimensional all that nah the 3D stands for the three stands for the third wall where I grew up and Delachey is the street that I lived on and you know just me putting that in front of my name I've been able to do tours all over the world and and travel to dis- different places. So just me putting the 3D in front of Nati is just my way of kind of getting people like you or people all over the world in different places to mm-hmm. shout out my hood because there's a lot of people that uh, don't see the things that I've gotten a chance to see right. from my area. So the 3D is just, you know, just a way to make sure I take my, my city, my part of town with me. So, you know, being from New Orleans, what was the hardest thing for you to do in order for you to break that glass ceiling of New Orleans so you could have others recognize your talent? You know, I think that it's wherever you go. You know, this is a not only a hard industry to be in, but, mm-hmm. you know, especially being a female artist, a, a hip-hop artist, um, the biggest thing is wherever you are, you just got to have confidence. I always believe in myself. I don't believe that, you know, my city is my limit. It's sometimes it's like when you ain't when you in your own town, your your city don't really support you the way that other people do. Mm-hmm. You gotta have that self motivation. You gotta have that grind yourself and be motivated by, you know, your beliefs and, and what you believe you can do and not just worry about, you know, uh putting off of your hood. That's gonna come. You gotta yeah. do it for yourself though. Yeah. You know? Yeah, um, I think Boosie just said it in a recent interview that it's it's harder for your hometown to love you, you know, versus strangers. Like, strangers is going to pick up on you. Then your hometown will be like, oh, yeah, I got your bag. I, I ride for it. I know it, this, that, and the third. So, it, it's yeah, a- because it's kind of it's kind of hard for people to see. You know, I have the same 24 hours in my day that you have. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that kind of that kind of reminds people who not doing what you're doing. You know, the ones who went to school with you or the ones, you know, your cousins or whatever. Yeah. It kind of reminds them, like, damn, I ain't really, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, like, um, she she was able to do this. So instead of giving you your, instead of, you know, like giving you your praise or, or giving you your props or whatever, they'll say, oh, yeah, I know her. I went to school with her. Or, oh, yeah, she I ate or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that's the hard part, but. That's it's minor. Right, yeah. It kind of it kind of make, makes your struggle, makes your journey for you. Like you said, you're still self motivating. You're still gonna keep going regardless. Hey. You you keep it sexy. Why is sex appeal a part of the the foundation of your rap career? Other people kind of point that out. I'm just me. You know, I was a definitely a tomboy. You know, mm-hmm. and I and I, I I pride myself on lyricism. So sometimes people feel like it's either one or the other. Right. You know, when, when when female artists are, like, super sexy, then they figure, oh, she can't rap. Oh, she must have slept with somebody to get on or mm. all of that. But I'm a woman. I'm very much in love with my curves. I'm very much in love with the way that I walk, the way that I talk. So I'm just being myself. I'm not being consciously trying to be sexy or whatever. Right. 
just so somebody could buy a record. Right. So I'm just in love with myself. It just so happens when you got that confidence, you got that glow, they're going to love you too. Right, regardless. <laughs> right, right, right. So I think what most people don't get it, but I think what's most sexy about somebody is their confidence. When I was first introduced to you as an artist, I think it was uh, The Switch. I'm a boss like Sharifa. I was just waiting on my cue like Moesha. Went from moving dope, used to serve like Serena. Now I'm balling like with alopecia. And like, I was immediately obsessed. I was like, man, she is spitting bars. She going hard. So I started doing my research. And the one song that's always been my favorite, I think when you're talking to your old self, it's um, Dear, Dear Old Me. Dear Old Me, remember when the cops came? Like that's one of my favorite records that and favorite videos as well that I know you've put out. I know like reminiscing on my past sometimes it can be hard for me. Like, no, you know, I don't wanna think about that time or I don't even wanna go back to that moment and revisit it. So how hard was it for you to re reminisce on the past, to find that strength and the courage to actually write that track? Uh well dear old me it was just me talking to my youngest self, mm -hmm. kinda giving advice to, you know, just knowing that some things that would was going to come to pass in the future right kind of talking myself through those things and um i've always used my music as a way for me to vent so it's very easy for me to do that because that was the foundation before i was making songs or even cared about mm -hmm. and on the radio or making this a career i was making music just because a lot of the things that i was going through i didn't really have anybody to tell or talk about or you know so that's why I make music, and it's it's very easy for me to do that. So yeah. songs like that pretty much come easy to me, you know. Yeah. Being real introspective records, you know. Cause I know it's hard for me sometimes even just go back in the past and reminisce. I'm fortunate enough to have a platform. I know you do as well to mm -hmm. have a platform where, you know, I have people listening to me, and yeah. I I didn't have those influences. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I didn't have people that was really talking to me or, or, or being my voice. So I feel like my voice, I, I can use my platform to be a voice for a lot of people who mm -hmm. uh, don't really hear that in mainstream media, don't hear it in the media, period. You know, mm -hmm. a young black girl talking about real life stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even if it's hard for me, I know there's a greater goal. Right. So I ain't just doing it for me, you know? Right, right. Man, I think that was the ultimate thing that made me gravitate towards you as an artist. It was like, you were just keeping it so honest and so real, like you're really transparent. So um, another video that I liked was the Who Can I Run To, which was, you know, about what's going on in the black community with uh, police brutality. Fools, they using us like tools to keep the sheep will amuse. Just take a peek at my views. Black with a case of blues that ain't even making so what was the symbolization of you being naked in that video in the fields with the blood running down your face? Well, I'm I'm a very visual person, and yeah. I didn't know how that was going to be taken, but at the time I felt like not only visually that kind of gets across just running away, period, mm -hmm. uh, being vulnerable, uh, everything that's going on in society right now, and there was different ways that I could have done it, but as a black woman, mm -hmm. not just... You, you know what's going on with the black men? Just imagine being a black woman. Right. Being a mother, being a, a, a aunt, being a sister, 
being, you know, grandmothers and seeing your black men get slain, the right. protectors, the ones that's supposed to protect us. Right. So me doing that was symbolizing the vulnerability of me as a black woman mm. and everything that's going on in not only my community, but what's going on with my protectors. Right. You know what I'm saying? I have two young brothers. Yeah. So, you know, that symbolism was just like not having anyone running from, if you saw in that video, I'm running, but mm-hmm. never saw what I was running from. Right. And it's all psychological. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that was about. Yeah. All right, man. That's powerful right there. So I know you do your own videos. I mean, you've been doing them, you know, directing and figuring out how you want the concepts to go. What made you get into that aspect of uh, of the industry as well for yourself? Uh, well, I started shooting and um, editing my own videos because there was one time uh, there was a promoter here in New Orleans that uh, they had Rick Ross coming down and they had been hearing about me around the city and stuff. This was quite a few years ago yeah. but uh rick ross was coming in town and they wanted me to open up and it was like you know show us some footage of you you know in a crowd or performing and we want to see the crowd's reaction if you right. do that you know we're gonna let you open up so i had just did a show recently like that same week and there was a guy who shot the footage mm-hmm. i'm like oh, okay i can hit him up i can get the footage and he really tried to text me Oh. And, it, and it ruined the opportunity. I couldn't get access to that footage. Yeah. Because, you know, he knew that he held the power. So right then and there, I went to Best Buy. I brought my own camera. I went and got me some editing software, uh, Adobe Premiere. And I just started to teach myself. So yeah. it came out of necessity. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm like I said, I'm a visual person. So anytime I write songs, I already see the the video in my head right so i just took it up to another level and i've gotten better over the years and now i'm able to employ people to actually shoot my videos but i'm glad that i did do that because i now i write all my treatments no matter if i have somebody else directed or um edited or not i still write all my treatments so that turned out to be a blessing anyway you know man it worked it worked for you Hell yeah! Hell yeah. <laughs> now, man, a few years back, you did your own BT cipher, like, it, it, um, like you set the camera up and did your own thing. But this year, you were actually included in the Hip Hop Awards BT cipher. What was that moment like for you to actually be there doing this? Crazy! It was crazy. We we did the cipher. Um, I want to say maybe two or three weeks before it actually aired, mm-hmm. and I found out I got the call that I was going to be in the cipher about two days before so you know the flights and everything was already booked they was just waiting for me to say yes yeah and uh of course i said yeah because you know it was a moment not even knowing i'm i've never been on bet up until that point you know i'm i'm just a young black girl from the city hustling you know doing what i gotta do and making my own moves and stuff so to get that call it just felt like you know what i'm doing is i'm moving in the right direction right and uh just when it actually aired, seeing myself and the reaction that I got, you know, like Double XL wrote that I had the best verse. Mm-hmm. Oh, and these are these are major, these are people, major artists, new and um, legendary artists that's in the cipher. They have Lil Wayne and mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Hart and all these other yeah. people. And, and they were talking about me. So right. that was crazy. Yeah. Oh, it was crazy for me. I know you had put, um, put out there that you know, due to editing, the full, the full verse wasn't aired. So how did that make you feel? Uh, it was cool because they did that to everybody. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, didn't, I was just happy to be a part of it. But um, 
Yeah, I was thinking about. I might put that. I might put the full verse out. You know, I might put it out. Okay. I, I might put it out on my website. Alright, so they just need to log on to your website and stay tuned. Yeah, make sure y'all go to 3dnate, 3dnate.com and I also have a mobile app um, that's available on iTunes and Android. Mm-hmm. You can get access to all of my music, all of my videos, um, you know, everything. I do little, uh, I just travel, I've been traveling a lot and I'm about to go on tour now, so I'm putting a lot of that footage up on the app and on a website. Right. I think I saw some videos. Um, I think episode one was up about the journey that you were getting ready to start taking as far as going on the road. Because I know the right. tour with yeah, Kid yeah, yeah. is coming. I know you're always so focused on your career. But what is your love life looking like, Nadi? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Trust me, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I love life. <laughs> I love life. I'm... Uh, I, I talk about it in my music sometimes, but yeah. I think, number one, because I've become very happy with what I'm doing career-wise, mm-hmm. I've been able to really, like, not really focus on um, trying to fall in love or focus on looking for a man or none of that. Right. I'm, but I'm good, though. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, besides writing your bars and music, what is one thing that you like to indulge in? I don't know. I spend a lot of time with... You know, my family, my, my brothers, and mm-hmm. you know, we always, we always ribbing, laughing, joking, drinking, <laughs> uh, gambling, whatever. You know, I just, I spend a lot of time with my family. I really consider my family close friends, so yeah. whatever they doing, we feel like doing, that's what we doing. Right. I think ribbon was what got you into to, uh, rapping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Explain I'm, I'm, that. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't curse, right? But I'm an asshole, like <laughs> for real. Like I'm, you know, I just I'm very sarcastic. I have kind of like a dry sense of humor. Yeah. So uh, I'm always joking, and I, I'm the one out of my family and friends that always have something smart to say. Yeah. You know, so I'm always making people laugh and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, that's kind of that kind of laid the foundation for me uh, with battle rap. Yeah. I started battle rapping. You know, I started off battle rapping in New Orleans. Right. So um, I'm always the one that'll talk about your shoes or your whatever, or your whatever. You know, just 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 out of jokes and being sarcastic, and that kind of turned into me rapping and battling, which turned into uh, everything that I'm doing today. That was the foundation. Right. So let's talk about this new music. The regime is out. That's the album. Uh, you got Janae uh, Cool, August Alcina on the track. But the debut track was The Return. But Worth It is the new single. Worth It is the new single. You put it out. We're about to put out the video for that song. Mm-hmm. I can't even explain how happy I am. I put it out independently. It debuted at number 15 in the country on the charts. So, yeah. like, I was just excited because this was no major push, no major backing, no nothing, and, and people just gravitated towards the music. Right. I've been able to travel all around the country, um, touching people, getting it in the hands of people, and people are very excited about it. You know, so we released the return from the regime, and now we have worked it, which I know y'all have been supporting. Thank yeah. you for supporting that. How long have you really been working on this project? Uh, man, I put out, my, this is my first official album. Right. Uh, I put out projects before, but they were all considered mixtapes, and you know I was putting them out for free. But this is my first retail project, and um, the last full project that I put out was in 2012, and that was called the Coronation, which I was able to 
do a whole tour in Europe, a sold-out tour in Europe. My mm-hmm. first time even traveling overseas, getting a passport, anything off of a mixtape. So uh, it's been four years since that. Yeah, I've been living off off of mixtape, and now I'm putting out the regime and just to see the response. And you know, it's it's dope. So describe the regime using one word. Honest. I can honest. see that. Very honest. I can see that. Because, you know, I had a chance to, like, actually sit down and listen to the album. And I and I can see where you can pull honesty from that. Because, you know I mean, again, you're telling your story. With new fans, what do you want them to take away from your music? I want them to know that, number one, uh, first of all, not only Southern rappers or female rappers, but just there, there are artists that still have lyrics. Right. Not just... You know, they not just heavily caring about the melody and and putting out nothing. You know, water with music. This right. this not water with music. This bars. This is true lyricism. This is the truth. You know. So when you listen to my music, I just want y'all to know that you're listening to the truth. Like we said, the tour is coming. Let them know the dates. I know it's you and Kid Kid. Yeah, me and Kid Kid. Shout out to Kid Kid. Uh, we're going on tour. We're starting at the end of November. And I'm putting all the dates out on um, on my website. So they should be up. They should be up by the end of this week. So uh, 3bnit.com, you'll be able to check out all the dates. We're starting on the East Coast. And then we're going to finish up on the West Coast and, and take it back down to the South, back to the NO. So are you looking forward to this experience? I know you said you toured in Europe, but, you know, you're here in the States. So what, what are you expecting on tour? You know what? I don't know what to expect, man. I'm just excited. <laughs> excited. You know, putting out the regime and getting the response that it's gotten. Right. Uh, and, and touring overseas, but never touring nationally here in the country. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect, but I'm excited to do it. I know that there's a lot of people that want to come see the show. So, you know, make sure in your city, we coming, to, we coming out there too, or we coming somewhere close. So Yeah, y'all coming near I'll to come us. Close. But I yeah. most definitely will be in the building. So I'm I'm excited for it though. And um, me and KK, we just, you know, we've been really putting in work for, for New Orleans and right. putting in work for the city. So it's going to be good to go out on tour with him because he's a good dude, a stand-up dude. So, yeah. you know, we're about to put in work. Of course, you have the website, but how can they find you on your Instagrams, your Twitters, Facebook? Everything is 3DNATEE, 3DNATEE.com, 3DNATEE on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, on YouTube, all of that. On Facebook is is 3DNATEE. Everything is 3D not T. Just hit me up. And that's me. I run my own site, so y'all hit me up. Don't be sliding in my DMs like that unless it's, you know. Unless, unless you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Coming up next, we have Worthy. Go ahead and shout your single out. This is the new record from the regime produced by Young Lad. This is called Worthy. You're here to hear. I'll be one or two jams. <laughs> 